65 of pods in the key of Springfield. Already, people are taking this off. I didn't even do it. No, I got a lamington in my mouth. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, I'll, ta- <laughs> I'll take another clean run. No, no, it's good. You didn't do it. It's good. Okay. You've ended the curse. Season six, episode six of uh, The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror V pods. We've already done the pods in the key of Springfield. Bit. Springfield. You told me we did it. Yeah, we're good. Season 6, episode 6, Treehouse of Horror. V. Yes. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Uh, I enjoy the way this starts with the Marge getting a note saying, oh, we, Congress has said we can't show this episode because it's too scary. So instead, here's the classic film 200 Miles from Oregon. Did you Google 200 Miles from Oregon? No, I didn't. But it feels like a very Monty Python joke to me. Yeah. And then they, the fact that they play, you know, six seconds of the other movie is very Monty Python opening. I like it. This one feels very Halloween-y mm. in a way that some of the other episodes... Like, this one's kind of spooky. It's a mm-hmm. spooky neck. Yeah, the three segments are all kind of kind of spooky. So listen, look, if you're a listener out there and you're oh. easily spooked, Fuck. just be careful because this one, a little fucking spooky. A little fucking spooky. There's some ghouls. I mean, this isn't... goblins. This isn't going to be like a, the previous episode of Pods in the King of Springfield that was, in fact, haunted Yeah, by... <laughs> By the, the, by the there ghoulish. was a spectre hanging over that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Spectre, the, ter- yeah. the, the scariest of all the record producers. Um, wow, there hasn't been a podcast on this feed in 25 years. Very good. Um, I enjoy the animated oscilloscope at the start. Is that what that's called, an oscilloscope? Yeah, the thing that, um, the thing that shows the sound waves of Homer's voice. Is it because it's silly? Yes, very silly. Yeah. Uh, and you've got to scope it. Um, but I enjoy that they... They could have just showed a video input of a screen, but instead they actually animated the oscilloscope. Yeah. You're big on oscilloscopes. You're a huge oscilloscope fan. Sometimes you ring me up in the middle of the night and say, James, do you ever think about oscilloscopes? Mm. Mm. And and typically... Most of the time I am thinking about them as well. It's the strange thing. It is the strange thing. I was going to say, typically you are thinking about oscilloscopes. Yeah, yeah. And you only call me when I'm thinking about it. It's like there's some sort of like mental connection going on. What would we call them? um, like a shun... Nah, I've lost it, I don't know. Shun... shun nah, nah, nah. Um, so the first of the three segments here, the first one is The Shinning. The Shinning, yes. Mm-hmm. Based on a movie that, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know which movie it's based on. Based on The Shining. You know this. Don't fuck around. The Shining. The Shining. Ooh, The Shining. Uh, I've, I've got... Which you can hear us discuss on an earlier episode, uh... The very first installment of 22 Flims. Yes. About Springfield. I've got... Two notes. Oh, sorry, I've got three notes for this segment. I listen back to that episode sometimes. It's good, I think. Really? Yeah. Um, three notes for this segment. Two of them are related. Uh, <laughs> firstly, not as closely aligned to the movie as I remember. And then the next bit was, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> when did you write the first one? How far in were you? Um, the bit where Burns starts loading up the car, well, Smithers starts loading up the car with beer to cut off the beer supply. Sure. And I was like, oh, I thought this was much closer to what I remember the movie being when we watched the movie. And then, yeah, 
almost yeah. the next scene, it then becomes much closer to... Well, when you only have seven minutes to work with, you need to sort of shorthand the reason for the insanity a little more. It's a very I good suppose. point. It's a very good point. Are you going for a lamington boy? Yeah, I think I'm going to go for another lamington boy. Good. I'll leave it very quietly, because I imagine you've got heaps more notes than me, which is why I thought I could take a little breather. Well, my first note here just says, uh, Perfect... They full stop after it. You're Looks talking, amazing. Sounds great. You're talking about me eating lamingtons? I am, actually. Oh, yes. Perfect. Looks amazing. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, I really like the the sort of audaciousness of Barge's coming in. Yeah, whatever. Audacity. Of Barge's uh, audacity, the audio program I used to edit this podcast. Mm-hmm. Of Bart coming out and saying, you mean shining. And mm. Willie's saying, you want to get sued? That's nice. That's fun. It is fun. Very unlikely to get sued, I would have thought, but anyway. No? Well, you are the law expert here. Exactly. You don't think Stephen King would have risen up and tried to take the try to take the episode away from is them? Is Stephen King dead? No. Oh, so just risen up in like a stood sense. You were like gone out of bed. Wow. Mm. He's still going. He's still writing. He's got a new book out in like two months. Any good? I don't know. It's not out yet. Alright. <laughs> I read a book of his. I finished reading a book of his yesterday. It was called Firestarter and it was okay. Oh, was that his uh, biography about Keith Flint from The Prodigy? Yep. Very good. <laughs> um, well, it I was fig- a little twisted. I figure you've got more to say about this segment than me. So, I'll- Why, have you not seen The Shining? <laughs> no, I have. I have. It's just that I know that you know, you're a fan of these things. Mm. What have I got here? I like at the start that Mr. Burns... Refers to family cavorting and capering. That's fun. Oh, that is fun. Yep. Uh, end of notes. Now I've got a few more. Um, he also refers to them as sea monkeys, which I enjoy. Yeah, this uh, this one's kind of spooky. Like rewatching, rewatching these three. The last one I think is genuinely quite intense. The last of the three episode things yeah. here. This one's just good fun. Uh, I don't know. My notes here are not that exciting. Now that I'm looking at them, they're all just like, oh, this is fun. This is spooky. I like that Marge just sort of accepts it as a given very early on that Homer is going to kill the entire family. Yeah, she seems pretty at peace with it. Yeah, which really, I guess, is a comment on modern masculinity. Is is (laughs) it? uh, Okay. I don't know. It's the patriarchy just manifest, you know? Sure. Homer's going (laughs) to... This is patriarchy manifest. Yes. Why has that had a resurgence lately? I don't know. It is very. It is perhaps one of my favourite odd little memes. <laughs> like here's a man getting arrested in a very verbose way. Uh, let's all let's point and laugh at him. I have an odd reaction every time this pops up. I look at. I'm like, do I find this funny? I don't know that I do. <laughs> no, it's. Um, I do. I do laugh when he first shouts get your hand off my penis because of the way that he enunciates penis he does enunciate penis um it's but at the end of the day it's not it's not great comic material yeah someone being arrested after i believe not paying a bill in a restaurant yeah i think he didn't pay a bunch of bills in a bunch of restaurants yeah i think he became known for it yeah um and so when he's saying the whole like What's the charge? Enjoying a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? It's like, well, actually, yeah, that is the charge. Because you didn't, you enjoyed it, but you didn't pay for it. Yeah. Uh, who do you think you are? An Instagram influencer? 
I'd love to be an Instagram influencer. Would you? Imagine that life. Would you be one of those people that goes into a restaurant and is like, I'm an Instagram advertiser, you've got to give me this food. I would 150% do that. Imagine all the free food. It is amazing when every now and then you'll see a headline that's like, you know, oh, restaurant owner not happy. Oh, I had an influencer come in here the other day and they asked for free food. Well, don't give it to them if you're not. Like, it's your fucking call. (laughs) Moron. Yeah, just tell them to go get their their pizza from Spooky Joe or whatever the other pizza chain is. Would you buy pizza from a pizza chain called Spooky Joe? Only if they really committed to the theme, I think. It would need to be like a spooky pizza place. And their pizzas would need to be spooky. They'd have spooky names. Yeah. Like a Spookaroni. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, PlayStation. Yeah, Spookaroni. Or, um... Um, I had a fun name for a pizza the other day. Uh, like a fun, cute kind of terrifying garlic twists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if you're a vampire, because garlic's one of the things that'll. Nick, that's a little too spooky for me right now. Okay. okay I apologize. Um, no. If we... so, you know how like um, capsicums and chilies are often called peppers over in the United States of yep, America. Yeah. Peppers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and chilies are often just called. Yep. So, I would like to do a pizza that was pepperoni. And roasted chilies, and call it peppers only. Oh, isn't that a? Ooh, isn't that I a, like that. Isn't that a fun name? Oh my god! And yeah, it would be, we do this? And it would be a nice pizza as well. So it would just be pepperoni and peppers. Yes, with okay. w- with cheese and tomato sauce. Yeah, and sure. Sauce. But there wouldn't be. You know, there's no fucking. There's no bacon. There's no whatever. No, it's yeah. No ricotta. No, it's just a peppers only. Okay, I like this. Peppers only is a really cute name. It is. So you got capsicum, you got chili, you got pepperoni, and then cheese and like the tomatoey base. Yep. Okay. It would be a. It's. I've actually. I've had it before. Yeah. I've made it myself. You go to that like Domino's thing where you can make your own pizza and name it and put it on the side, and then people pay you some money if they use it. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing, but I might genuinely try to do that now. <laughs> um, except it doesn't quite work here in Australia because we don't call capsicum. Bell pepper, and we don't call chilies peppers, we call them chilies. But anyway. I think you can get away with it. Uh, I think so. But then it would be... My concern is doing it in Australia would be equivalent to referring to Subway biscuits as cookies. Sure. It's like an unnecessary Americanization when we already have a word for it. But the thing is, Nick, there's only really one person I think that I know of pedantic enough to like challenge a naming convention like that, and they would be the one creating the pizza in this case. That'd be me. Yes. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> this is the exact kind of thing you would rail against if it wasn't your own idea. Yes, exactly. But I like it. I think it's good. But see, now now I'm stuck in a position of going, this would be a good idea, except I exist in this universe, therefore it can't be a good idea. Or maybe in like some sort of like omelette flip universe. What? There's no omelette on the pizza, you fool. You don't want to put egg on your pizza? No. Boy, egg's on my face now. What? what? Wait, is your face the pizza? Fuck. No. Uh, no. Um, I like the uh, the sort of sweaty setup of Marge coming across the typewriter because, of course, in the original, Jack Torrance is a novelist. Torrance is some guy, and she sees the typewriter and says, "What he's typed will be a window into his madness." Yes, very, very clear uh, exposition. Yeah. yeah, a bit of just silly nonsense exposition, but it's nice. Mm. And she goes and says, "Feeling fine," and then we get the scene that you sighed and said, "This has been ruined by clip shows." Yeah, Homer's um, go crazy. Don't mind if I do. <sighs> it's it's as I say, as I said, just 
overexposed to that scene now. It's no longer... Like, I remember enjoying it as a kid and going, yeah. oh, look at all the funny things you're doing. But now it's like, yeah, this is... this is I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm over it. I really enjoy the art direction of that scene. It always just makes me think of Jim Carrey. There and is... I know that you hate Jim Carrey. <laughs> there is one part of that scene that I do still like, and it's one of the last noises he makes. The... Vut, vut, harabada. <laughs> I really... Harabada is good, yeah. I really enjoy that noise. Yeah. That is a... Fairly Nick noise. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's... Sounds the... like a vacuum powering down. Uh, yeah. Have it. yeah. That's exactly how I sound. I don't mean it's a noise you make. It's a noise that just sounds like, hey, Nick would like this noise. Oh, Nick would like this noise. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because it's in you... my catalog of Nick noises. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then one of the things I wondered, because um, then we see Homer swinging around the baseball bat. Is that part of the, the breakdown scene? Or Marge has the baseball different... bat. Oh, Marge has the baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, so that's happening, and all I could think was, uh, did Matt Groening treat Marge as poorly as Kubrick treated Shelley Duvall? Do you think he was shouting at uh, Julie Kavner in the booth, or just Marge specifically? Marge specifically. Do you think he was going home every night and just like drawing her and then yelling at her? And was he saying, you know, don't sympathise with Marge? And is he actually just a bully that shouldn't be celebrated? Do you ever think about the fact that you can just like draw cartoon characters on the page and then like interact with them if you want to? Like I'm right here, I can just like draw a little Homer. I'm gonna draw Homer and like, hey Homer, how's it going? Oh, I'm alright. See, it's just a thing you can do. That's fun. Yeah, he's like talking back to me and uh, he's smoking a little cigarette. Your, your notebooks are... Because uh, we record in my house. I really enjoy... Every kind of six months when I tidy my house, yep. I fi- enjoy finding your notebook and because it's almost always got some crazy uh, drawings on it. Here's a Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Going to draw him. That is a p- fairly poor Wallace. <laughs> hey, Wallace, you want some cheese? Oh, mamma mia. See? <laughs> is this a diversion because I started railing against how Kubrick shouldn't be celebrated? <laughs> I have actually drawn this picture. I guess I didn't really need to for this audio podcast. No, you didn't. But I'm glad that you put the effort in. Well, here's another character that I could draw and we could have a conversation with. Um, why are we doing this bit? <laughs> um, Yogi Bear. All right, I'll draw Yogi. I forget what Yogi Bear looks like. How good's your Yogi Bear going to be? Uh, let's see. Has he got like little curly ears? He's a big fat guy. Oh, this is kind of cute. <laughs> he looks wear a tie. Yeah, yeah, he wears a tie. Alright. This we... this looks more like a care bear at a job interview. Okay. <laughs> we can talk to Yogi now. Hey hey, James and Nick. <laughs> it's me, Yogi Bear. I don't understand what this part of the podcast is. <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying new things. <laughs> okay. Well, to that I say vut vut hadabada. Okay, good. Um I like that the hotel is full of ghouls. Yeah. And they specifically call them ghouls. They do. Mo calls them. Me and the other ghouls think the project is stalled. Yeah, ghouls. What a word. And it's like all the ghouls from movies. You got like Jason there. You got Pinhead. Yep. You got, I didn't really look at the others, but you got some ghouls, Nick. Yep, yep, yep. You know how I feel about ghouls. I know you're a big fan of ghouls. You ever think about the fact that you can just like draw a ghoul on them? Like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like pretend the ghoul is your friend. Oh my God. <laughs> Are we now going into ghoul corner? I think we've been in Ghoul Corner this entire time, Nick. Mm. Well, there hasn't been a ghoul on this podcast in 25 years. 
You know what would be lots of fun? Imagine a scene in a movie where someone's being attacked by ghouls and then on the TV in the background is um, an Italian soccer commentator also being attacked by <laughs> ghouls! For the listeners, I had my arms waving in the air the entire time he I made that checking noise. audacity to see how long you'd been going for. Not long enough, to be honest. I could have held that longer. You know, there's this whole thing in like, like zombie media, particularly where like they go to great lengths and never call them zombies, and I feel like they probably do that with ghouls as well. Oh, okay. I think you need to just own it. Just call them ghouls. Call them zombies. Why do why do why do zombie people not call the zombies zombies? And they always just want to like have some fresh take. It's like is it a oh, copyright they... issue with that cranberry song? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's always just like ah. Oh. Ah, oh, they're called walkers, or these are the shufflers, or whatever the fuck. The sun lappers. <laughs> they're called the infected. I was about to make an extremely oh. niche 90s kids TV reference. They're called the truck stoppers, and oh. this is the leader, Little Elvis Jones. I've got to find this article, by the way, where they gave me a funny headline. It was, uh, what's that recent zombie game that's coming on PlayStation 4? DayZ. It wasn't DayZ. Jay-Z. Day's Gone. That's what it's called. Jay's uh, gone. Let me just see, because I wrote... Dun, 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 the story of Jay-Z's retirement. I wrote a piece that uh, was like an interview with the lead designer of... Oh, he's like the art director on this game, Days Gone. And they call their zombies freakers. They won't call them zombies. Freakers? Yeah. Like the... The like the people that had the early hacking of the of the dial tone phones. That's yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. And uh, I submitted this interview to the uh, to the website, and I want you to look at the headline that they ran with. This funny headline they gave the piece. We insist that they are not zombies. In quote marks. In quotes. We talked to Ben Studios about PS4 zombie game. Days gone. That is a very good headline. Yeah. (laughs) For a moment, I thought that was point and clickbait, but no, that was a. a, Yeah, that was a real thing. I was I was about to say real website, and then thought (laughs) that's offensive. By that, I meant non-satirical. Yes. Um, but all part of the fun. Yes. Good times. Good times. Uh, the bit at the end here, just to skip over some other stuff, where Homer gets the TV. And he starts saying, I used to kill fading, fading, mm. rising, fading, 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 gone. I feel like this is one of the most uh, misquoted parts of The Simpsons. Interesting. What do you hear it as? I feel like I've heard just a lot of people over the years, like, fluctuate between fading and rising too much. Yeah. Like, fading, fading, rising, fading, rising. I feel like I've heard that a lot, uh, where people don't realize it only rises once yeah. in that initial... And that's that's why it's funny. Only rises once. Yeah. Like a zombie. Oh, oh, neck, um, neck, yeah. neck, neck. Yep. Don't get so spooky, okay? I'm a little freaked Sorry. out. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> What's that? I don't probably know. nothing. No, that's probably nothing. Who's coming up the stairs? <laughs> oh f- <laughs> fuck, I forgot about the episode where I had that panic attack mid <laughs> mid recording. What a time. Uh, so that is uh, The Shining Very good If you want to hear us talk about The Shining more Go back a few episodes yeah. A few dozen episodes yeah. What are you so afraid of? The Shining? 
The only complaint I have with the shinning is that there are not enough segments where people are just constantly bumping into furniture with their shins. Yeah, yeah. I would like more of that because that's where real horror lies. It is. The idea of hurting your shin slightly. Imagine. Spooky. Then we've got the next segment that I've called, I don't know, the time travel one. <laughs> it's called time and punishment. Time and punishment. That's yeah. a heap better name than the time travel one. <laughs> I'll cross that's out. why they settled on it. Time and punishment. Good. If you had a time toaster and you could travel to any period of time and serve them toast, where do you think you would go? Um, sorry, I just thought of a good idea for a garnish. Time as in the herb yep. and punish mint. Oh, okay. Time and punish mint. What would you put time and mint on together? Excellent question. They're not... <laughs> particularly common bedfellows are they no um i can't actually think of anything maybe if you're making like a bad salad or maybe time in a salad would be a, that's a bold choice that's why i said a bad salad, a bad salad. okay <laughs> yeah. i maybe they'd both be garnishes in a gin hmm. time's often a gin garnish and mint is fine in garnish drinks yeah It'd I mean, be an it'd be an uncommon choice yeah be yeah. strange it'd be strange where would i go I want to know. That where was your, would you go? That was your question, right? Yeah, sure. Where would I go? Yeah. Or when would I go? Oh, Nick. you got to calm down a bit. Fuck. <laughs> um, the thing is... Who cares? <laughs> you don't want to fuck with time travel? Well, it's just, like... I don't know. But, uh, I suppose my theory on time travel is... I don't really care about any incident enough for me to go back and watch it as a bystander. Mm, okay. Oh, uh, cool. I could go back to something that's coming up to the 50-year anniversary. I could go back to watch the the um, the moon launch. What? <laughs> the moon launch? The, the time when we, they launched the moon? The time we launched the moon. Yeah, uh, it's I, crazy I, to think that the moon wasn't always there. Very crazy. I could go back and watch that. Cool. For what fucking purpose? I, like, I could, I could just watch a video of it. That's fine. Especially because when you're only dipping in and out of these things. So I, I think this is... Okay, this is the point I'm working towards. I when, mean, time travel would be a small step for man, but a giant leap for mankind. Very good. Yeah. But when you're only dipping in and out of these experiences, you don't have the entirety of the cultural context for them. And you're looking so teleologically, looking so backwards towards the path that you already know exists, that I don't actually think you could appreciate these things. Like, yeah, cool, I could go back to when, I don't know, they first invented the postage stamp. But it's not going to mean anything to me because I haven't had a lifetime of going, fuck, I wish I had a way of measuring money on letters. (laughs) You picked the most boring example there. Well, okay... Give me a time travel event and I'll tell you why it disinterests me. Okay. Well, I would travel back to 1985 and I would go and watch Back to the Future in the cinema and then explain what it got wrong. Okay. I think we finally <laughs> found a take on time travel that's more annoying than mine. I'd <laughs> 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 uh, um, just be sitting in the cinema. That's not how it works. I'd just be sitting there eating my toast. Oh, from the, from the from my time toaster. Yeah, from the time toaster. You know, it's by the end of this time and punishment episode. That bread did not look particularly toasted. 
Yeah, I don't think the bread is actually being toasted. I think yeah. it's part of the fault of the mechanism there, James. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Although it does, the bread does pop up at some point, I suppose. It pops up every time. Every time. Just, I, don't, I guess the like, uh, it's not being heated up. Yeah, because the, the elements are not being used. They're, they're being. <gasps> I just think it's interesting that the the, the wire in that's used to toast bread is called an element. And what's Homer done? He's messed with elements of the universe, and that's what the time travel is. Elementary, my dear Nick, I guess. My dear Nick. Yes. I guess. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Peabody seems like a character you would like. Yeah, I was thinking, actually, when we get the Peabody thing, I was like, I don't think I know. I only know Peabody through The Simpsons. Sherman and Mr. Peabody? Yeah, should we do an Eat My Shorts on Peabody and Sherman? I don't see why not. Or would you rather do one on Peabody and Sheldon? That (laughs) wacky character. Uh, If we could watch Peabody and Young Sheldon, I think I'd be more into that. Alright, fair enough. Yeah. Do you think Young Sheldon is into Mr. Peabody? I don't know, really. Well, Mr. Pissbody. (laughs) The slightly more adult (laughs) version. Yeah, that's the version that's only on after 9pm. Yes, and then there's Mr. Urine Body, the one that's very scientifically accurate. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a good bet. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, 10 out of 10. Read an education centre. Yeah. Why isn't Mo in the outfit? That's what I was wondering. Mo's just trundling around in his bartender outfit. Everyone's forcibly dressed like Flanders. With a couple of interesting variations, there's a guy directly in front of Homer who's wearing the same forest green, mm. but it's not the forest green pullover. It's a forest green jacket, like mm. a coat jacket. I think they and ran out. I don't know, because everyone else is in the pullover. Um, everyone else is in the jumper. That's weird. But then you see Mo, and he's just in his... No- it, it's almost like... They thought, well, fuck, if we put Mo in the outfit, the audience won't know who Mo is. Oh, no, trust me, we'll know. Do you think Mo was taken to the Reen Education Centre because he refused to wear the outfit? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. And they skipped over, like, they just took him to be a lost cause and they skipped over the initial process and went straight to the, uh, the lobotomy? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Curious. I've always found the way that Marge says, It's black. Is maybe the scariest part of the episode. It's quite ghoulish. Yeah, it is quite ghoulish. Yeah. Returning theme of ghoul. Yeah. Ghoul! No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to make that a running theme. Spooky. Spooky. It kind of like, it feels like the entire episode's going to be about this, like, Flanders future, and then it's not. It's not? Yeah. But it's a nice little diversion. It's got a nice, like, uh, well designed, some freaky stuff. I like yep. the wiener gag. Yep, you would. Yep. Oh, I would, would I? Oh, uh, you're a big fan of you sausages. You would, you wiener fan. Ugh, you push <clears> me over. Push you over. Yeah. Um, I don't think that sausage is a particularly good choice for a quick burst of energy, but <laughs> in any event, I, I still like the joke. What if he pulled out a can of Red Bull and it was like a sponsorship crossover? Gross. Yeah. There was someone the other day on this my... Red Bull will give me wings. My train into work. So it was a 8 a.m. train. Yeah. There was a big... Someone drinking a big can of Red Bull. Like one of the like double size cans, right? Yeah. yeah like yeah. the 600 mil cans or whatever they are. Are they that much? I don't know. This is a lot of Red Bull, yeah. A lot of Red Bull. I feel like the smell from that can of Red Bull was filling the entire carriage and it actually made me feel ill. Because I don't really eat or drink that much sugar anymore. 
the smell of Red Bull in the morning was enough to make me almost go into a diabetic fit. <laughs> and we did start this episode by eating lamingtons smothered in jam. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Mm. I still have sugar every now and then. Yeah. It's just that I, you know, typically I'm impairing it down. Yeah. And replacing it with salt by eating <laughs> more chips than my heart can handle. Yeah, sodium's good. Sodium's good. Yeah. Um, a line that I've always wanted to change. Yeah. I wish, I wish I hadn't killed that fish. I've always wanted that to be, I wish, I wish I didn't squish that fish. Oh, you want it more Susian. I want it more Susian. That's a good edit. Thanks. Should we get in contact with the Simpsons people, do you think? Uh, I feel like it's probably locked and loaded by I now. feel like once it goes to Disney+, Plus, they can make edits. They could do like a Star Wars special edition on these old episodes. So I'd like the idea of they... They put it up on the Disney Plus, which I assume is a streaming service. Yep. And then it's like, push the yellow button for the James and Nick edit. <laughs> and it's mostly just that that one line that changes. Yeah. And, you know, we would, we did some rewrites on some of these episodes, I think. We've suggested things. We know what we're doing. Yeah, but we've wanted situations where the entire latter half of the episode changes. We, like, that's hard to do in just a voiceover. Now, you know what really bothers me about this show is that sometimes the characters will say lines where they don't state within the line what their name is. That's why I've always had to ask you which one's Bart. Yeah, he's the little boy. Ah. Oh, it's, it be- it's just so hard for me to remember. Yeah, if he was saying lines like, uh, why would, uh, you know, I'm Bart, why would anyone want to kill me? I'm this century's Dennis the Menace, by the way, I'm Bart, you know, lines like that. It's so, and it's, I, I'm Homer and I wish, I wish I didn't squish that fish, baby, you know, lines like that. That's it's, what it, it's so much more catchy. Yeah. I mean, that's how a show like this could endure beyond the uh, 25 odd years. Yep. It's already endured. Yep, short shelf life. That's the issue I've got with The Simpsons. Yeah. Hmm. How are Kang and Kodos watching all this time travel stuff? I don't know. Okay. Um, it Because for them to be outside of the sphere of reference watching the effects of the time travel, they must be in a different universe peering in. But we see them floating above the Earth, looking at the Earth. Are they in a universe where they've zoomed in on the Earth? I because guess. surely anything inside the universe mm. that the Simpsons are in is being altered by these things. So they're outside of that frame of reference. How? Well, here's two thoughts. Two thoughts. First of all, what is a major component of a good breakfast? What is a major component of a good breakfast? Yeah. Like if you got like a breakfast with a lot. Muesli? Mm, well, no, not necessarily. Are you talking about the perennially disappointing roasted tomato? No. That every big breakfast in every, every cafe has a t- roasted tomato in their big breakfast and they're always shit? Okay, let's, we'll sidebar that for a moment, but no. <laughs> I say that as a tomato lover. Okay. Uh, do you mean the kind of buttery mushrooms that you get in the big Look, breakfast? You want a good piece of toast. Toast? Yeah. Okay. And of course, this episode is about a toaster. I'd prefer a hash brown. Now, what else might you have in a, a like a good breakfast? Hash brown, not a hash. Well, yes, but not okay. a hash brown. Some kind of um, uh, uh, some kind of smoky like uh, beans. Well, let's say, look, you're close to cracking it. That's a little clue. Ah, uh, well, like a spine. <laughs> yeah. You just want to... you want some bone marrow in there, but also what oh. you really want, what you really want, Nick, is some sort of egg. 
It's five year oh, breakfast. Fuck yeah, eggs. Maybe yeah, like okay. some sort of like an omelette. Okay. So the toaster is a little hint that we're dealing with an omelette egg flip. Series of universes interconnected. I see. I feel like the toast is like a false flag. Okay, sure. What we're actually dealing with here is the omelette universes mixing together. So if Homer had like a seven inch skillet, that that would have been too obvious as being an egg flip omelette universe sign. Yeah. Okay, so we we had to go one step and spatula... There are no functions for that to undertake. You need a toaster because it's in the breakfast realm. Yeah. But it has uh, the the little lever which you can push down. Is it called a lever? I don't know. Sure. What's that part of a toaster called? Who cares? Who knows? Uh, the little drop down hatch. There Pachink. we go. Yep. The pachinko. Yep. yep. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. On the egg flip. I feel like Kang and Kodos, they exist outside of the canon reality of the Simpsons. They are like the Watcher in like the Marvel universe. They just you know they watch. They flit around, and it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Stephen King's Under the Dome, which would later bear some similarities to the Simpsons movie, where sure. you know, like uh, people are put under a dome. It's hinted that there's some sort of supernatural alien element to it. Gang mm. and Kodos are watchers underneath of... your dome. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> and whatever's happening on Earth, I think, is separate from you know whatever could have an impact on them. It's definitely their outside observers. Yes. Um, the final scene, where Homer comes back to the version of reality that he thinks is uh, close enough. Yeah, where they've got big old tongues. They're all eating with their big froggy tongues. Yeah. Why did they bother setting the cutlery out on the table? Yeah, good question. Good question. I guess within that reality, has Homer always had a small tongue? I, I assume so. Will the family be confused by Homer emerging with a... Regular tongue? I guess so. But they've set out cutlery for all of them. Like Bart and Marge all have cutlery in front of them. Yeah. Not, not, not just Homer. Huh. Maybe sometimes... I don't know. You know how sometimes like you get a knife and a spoon for like a bowl of pasta, but you only really need one of them, but you get the other one like just in case? Yeah, okay. Maybe it's a bit like that. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. The other thing is... I'm, 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 I'm a real... <laughs> A pedantic pasta purist in that I only use a fork. Oh, a PPP. Yeah. Cutting pasta seems ridiculous to me. And then everyone says, oh, you use the spoon to twirl it. And I'm like, what do you think the plate is for? I always think the spoon is more for like collecting excess sauce. I guess so. But then what? You're going to you're gonna eat it like a soup? No, you sort of scoop it around. Dollop it on. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. The other thing we noticed while watching this... And this is something that has always sort of bothered me about this episode. When Homer jumps into the reality where Bart and Lisa are big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lisa only has one line and it's very croaky and she says, okay. Yeah. And Bart sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Hey, that one looks like dad, let's kill him. Okay. Two potential theories here. Either one, uh, Yardley Smith just had like a croaky voice that day, had to do it. But what I kind of suspect... And I have no proof for this, mm. but this is just like, you know, this is like a theory. Mm. What if they need to record that line that day for some reason and Yardley Smith was not available mm. and they got Julie Kavner to do it? Yeah, probably. Sounds like it. But surely there's got to be a clip somewhere of Yardley saying, okay. Surely Lisa has said that at some point. Mm. Couldn't they have just borrowed that clip from, from there? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't know how cartoons work. I don't know the reality of a cartoon production. It's very upsetting. In the 90s. It's very upsetting. You you have been crying ever since it happened. I have been. Just tears 
streaming down your eyes. Down your eyes, down your face, I suppose. Out of your eyes, down your face. Out of the eyes, down the face. Have you gone to a second page of notes? No, there's only one... There's only three words written on it. Oh, okay. It's not really worth it. Oh, okay. Good. Nightmare Cafeteria. The third and, in my opinion, final segment Uh, of this particular episode. Very interesting. Now, this one is proper spooky, I think. Yeah. Yeah. This is also, this is an interesting one for me because I have a false memory of it from when oh, I was a kid. Like, watch, there was something watch the false memory. that I always thought happened in this episode, but, like, doesn't. Yeah. And I used to think, I'm building it up a little bit, I used to think it was just, like, being censored on TV and they had cut this moment out. And I was, like, certain as a child that I had seen this. Right. And then eventually, like, probably into adulthood, I just had to accept, like, this scene is not in this episode. This does not happen. Right towards the end, when Milhouse falls off the ledge, and you get that great oh. shot of him like spiraling into the whirly yeah. thing of the blender, I could have sworn when I was a kid that, that there like, was an impact shot. Yeah. Huh. Like there was an impact shot of like maybe like half a second where you start to see Milhouse get like sliced up. Interesting. But in my memory, when I think of that scene, like, the version of Millhouse I'm imagining is just sort of like the inside-out people that pop up at the end of this episode. Oh, that's interesting. So I feel like I might have conflated a few things in my head. It seems that way, with your little overactive imagination. Yeah. Yeah, the little overactive imagination. But I could have sworn, yeah, I really used to think, like, the first time they ever showed this episode, there was, like, a gory moment that got cut out afterwards. Mm. It could have been, like, a rumor that spread, or it could just be my memory. I don't know. Hmm. But I have this, like, image in my head. It was probably just, like, you filling in the blanks. And then, because these episodes, we used to see them relatively sparsely. Yeah. Obviously, the you know, heavy reruns and stuff, but mm. still relatively sparsely. That you probably just kept thinking, oh, well, you know, that's <laughs> that's the thing that my brain filled in the gaps of. And then the next time, it's like, oh, where was that thing? Yeah, it's gone. Gone. Didn't get to see Millhouse getting ripped to shreds. Dingus. Yeah. Uh, so this episode, a bunch of children get eaten, which I like. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Very lax detention rules in Springfield Elementary. It seems you get detention very easily, mm. even before they start eating the children. Yeah. Like, Bug gets sent to detention for turning his desk around. Yeah, that's... that's not a detention That's offense. not detentionable. No. No. It's, it, it is weird. And then also when, you know, they have the, the detention room where the people are pressed up against the, the door. Yeah. Um... Are there even that many students in Springfield Elementary? I guess I the, thought so. I guess the assembly hall is pretty big. I mean, there have to be a lot of students that we've just never met. Yeah, I suppose so. Hmm. I don't know. What's the? I wonder. What's like the minimum like detentionable offence? What's like the oh. least you could do and get detention and it be justified? Is it just not doing your homework, or do you need to like? No, uh, I think I think the least you could do would be like uh, three strikes on a uniform violation. Like, if, if your school says you have to have your shirt tucked in or mm. your or socks pulled up or whatever the fuck, uh, and if you get warned multiple times and continue breaching it, I think that is the oh, lowest. They're always on you about your socks being down too low. Yeah, me and my low-slung socks. Yeah. Doesn't it seem crazy, the idea of, like, needing to wear a school uniform and keep it, like, corrected? I guess probably not to you because you actually work at a business where they care about how you dress. Mm-hmm. Whereas nobody has ever checked how I dress when I show up to my which is, classes. Which is weird because you've taught so many of your lessons completely nude. Nude. Yeah. Um, 
There was. I reckon 15 years ago, there was some big stunt where there was a Flinders lecturer that said he was going to give a lecture naked and encourage the class to rock up naked to one of his lectures. Mm. That seems like a bad idea. Mm. Obviously teaching. Biology? Dunno. I'm gonna see if I can find that story. <laughs> Flinders nudity. <laughs> Should I be mentioning ah, oh, I don't work there anymore, I think, so it's probably fine. Uh yeah, so this episode when when Jimbo gets the uh the meat juice spilled on him right near the start, and he proclaims, Oh no, my favourite outfit. Mm. Was that really an outfit he was wearing? Uh is there wait. like an ensemble happening with what Jimbo is wearing there? I can understand oh, favourite shirt. I thought he says my favourite shirt. No, he says outfit. Oh, well, that is weird then. Yeah. Um, what are you Googling? What are, what are the terms you're putting into Bing or whatever? Yeah, I can't see. No, I can't find the story. Can't find it? Can't find the story. Well, maybe it never happened. Or maybe it did. Who can know? Maybe. Or maybe it wasn't that university. Maybe it was one of the other universities. Did you notice when they... Uh, anyway, what Did you notice when they are serving up the Jimbo meat... Yeah. Uh, Krabappel says that the food is, uh, it tastes young and impudent. Yeah. Which I really liked because there's a clothing store near where I live with the funniest name uh, that it made me think of. There's a clothing store. It's aimed at like, a, like older women, I think. I sure. don't know exactly how old. I've never been into the store. But the store is called Dignity and Impudence. <laughs> which is an amazing name for a clothing store, I think. That is an amazing name for a clothing store. Dignity and impudence. Yeah. It wouldn't it be great, though, if you walk in and you're like, that's a really funny name you've got here, and they're like, well, it's named after me. I'm Dignity, and this is my business partner, Sharon Impudence. Yes, I'm Impudence. What of it? <laughs> oh, if I'd known you were going to do that voice, I wouldn't have said Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what Sharon Impudence sounds like. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, she's fine. She's good. I like her. That's, it's all good. Yeah. I, I we mainly, get a drink down the look or something. This is probably going to be edited out, but I mainly said that because I was just making sure that that wasn't going to appear in any way transphobic, which I know you never would have Not intended Not even on to. my radar, yeah. I know, no, no, no. Yeah. And, and I know that that was the case, but... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. They get so much meat out of each child in this. They managed to feed the entire school on one child. Yeah. So much food per boy. Like, Uda alone eats three sloppy Jimbos... Three. Are they watering down this meat somehow? Are they mixing it with the filler? Maybe not. Well, they must be mixing it with the filler. They must be making it go further. It's just not yeah. hard to... Are they, like, mixing in some stuffing in there, do you think? Possibly. Yeah. Or are they just using every part of the child? But he, Is he, there, like, some bone meat? You know, bone gristle? Mate, but, I mean, even then, right? You've got... Yeah. I don't know how much... What, what percentage of a person's body weight is bone? I don't, I don't know. I what do you mean it. you don't know? <laughs> if it said something, if you had said meat, I would have immediately given a response because that would have been funny. Oh, okay. But bone is, if you'd said like, what percentage what of a person percentage is meat? I would have said 42%. Weight is bone. <laughs> uh, bone weight depends on how much an entire person's body weighs. Thanks. Bones make up typically around 15% of a t- person's total body weight. 15%? To be honest, that's not as much as I was expecting. Yeah. Does uh, Is the word bones hashtagged every time they use it? No, should it be? I don't know. What is this hashtag bones? I don't know. It's bones. People are into bones. Do you mean the TV show that used to be on around the same time as Castle? 
Yeah, Bones. Castle. With, uh, what's her face? One of the Deschanel's. Emily Deschanel? Was she in Bones? The, there's more than one Deschanel. I don't know. I've never seen Bones. Nor have I. Shows about Bones, baby. Is that the one with, was, isn't there an Australian actor in Bones? Was that the one with Simon... Simon Bones. Simon... You think of Simon Baker? Is he in Bones? Simon Baker. I don't think Simon Baker's in Bones, is he? Uh, maybe not. No Baker in these Bones, baby. What was, what was Baker in? He was in The Mentalist. Oh... <laughs> Yeah, okay. He was the eponymous mentalist. Oh, the eponymous mentalist. He'd go around like, ah, oh, you need a mentalist here to mentally figure this situation out. How did you know? <laughs> well, it's... Hey, seems like you need a mentalist. No, we just can't solve this problem. If only we had some sort of, like, thinking guy. What kind of thinking guy? Um, I really enjoy Willie getting killed in all three segments and in the final segment going I'm bad at this yeah I've always enjoyed that is that is that Billy Connolly you're talking about here hey got another action in the back I'm fucking bad at this <laughs> you'd have to put out another video clarifying that he's not dead afterwards <laughs> I know you've heard a lot of chatter about me being dead from an axe in the back but I'm actually not just a poor choice of words <laughs> I'm sitting here on my boat playing my banjo. And then gets someone comes up and stabs him in the back with a banjo. Ah, oh, fuck. Banjo in the back. <laughs> Get the fuck. It's funny because that video that everyone was like thinking he was dying, he does just sort of say, oh, I'm fucking dying. Yeah. I'm going to be dead real soon. Oh, fuck me. I'm going to be dead real soon. Look at that bridge. I got maybe a month in me. <laughs> it was fine. Still going. Uh, very good. Billy Condry, actually. I mean, not really. <laughs> how does your back feel after that stretch? <laughs> Pretty bad. I think um, the section where the kids run to see Marge in the basement and ask for her help because the school is eating them and she refuses is a cute touch. Yeah, that's, that's a cute nice. little scene. You're eight and ten years old. I can no longer fight all your battles for you. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, Marge has turned. Yeah. Brutal. I dropped a pen. You sure did. And then the children uh, all die. Yep. And it's creepy, and there's a lot of blood everywhere, and it's good. It's weird that they tag out of that one with, and then it was all a dream, but now we're all going to turn inside out and dance. Yeah. Like... And the inside out is like, that's a difficult line they're walking, turning everyone inside out, because you can't make it too gross. Yeah. You can't have their like little inside out genitalia flopping around. Well, I didn't have to mention that. I mean it's on my mind. I've seen this episode <laughs> so many times and it's like what happened to their parts? It's simply on my mind. Yeah. You were always on my mind. I'm talking about fishy little dick. Uh, I mean I'm not really that's a fishy. <laughs> <laughs> One of our weirdest running jokes. <laughs> but it is a good gross design where they purposely like Keep it a little vague on the details, yep. like it's not super detailed. No. You just see a few bones, a lot of veins. A lot of veins. A little body boy gets dragged away by the family dog, yep. which is fun. No There's one, blood everywhere. No one goes to help little body boy. They and just, everyone... They just let him die. And everyone... This... Yeah, this episode, every time it would pop up, like, at 6.30 on a weeknight, it's like, oh, this one's a real treat. This mm. is good. I'm going to watch it, and it's going to be kind of dark outside afterwards, and the I'm going to have dinner, and it's going to be fun. The dancing's really fun. Yeah. It's all fun. It is fun. Fun, 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 fun. Good, good, good. Yes. Yeah, good episode of uh, Little Scene Popular mm. Animated Sitcom The Simpsons. Where do you think it ranks in our top six so far? My running top six? Okay, let me have a think about this. So right at the top, Itchy and Scratchy Land, that's remaining where it is. Yep. 
And I'm just flicking back through. I've taken too many fucking notes. I am thinking it's going to go below part of darkness. Correct. Ooh, Lisa's rival is the tricky one, whether it goes above or below. I'm going to say above. You're very, very good at this <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> you are very good at this game. Yes. Um, so it's going to be your number three for now. It's my number three for now. Yeah. Are we keep, we're not keeping your running tally, right? It's just mine. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Because cool. uh, next time we have Bud's girlfriend, I think you're going to like that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to place, though. I need to record a podcast with you about it before. Oh, well, maybe we'll do that soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Pods in the Key of Springfield. Pods in the Key of A podcast about, about some things. Some things. Sometimes The Simpsons. Yeah, you can follow us on social networks. You can email us. Our email address is out there somewhere. Uh, we're on the A Lot of Green Network. There's some other shows on there. Why not listen to them? Why not? You're not busy today. Or just go listen to our back catalogue, you know, either or, we're there's happy. He- there's heaps there. Yeah. Uh, you know, podcasting, there's a lot of them. Sure. Too many, honestly. We don't need to be here. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, Woozle Wuzzle. I'm bad at this. <laughs> Bye. Spooky. In Springfield. Lamingtons. Yeah. Lamington based staying. We're eating Lamingtons with jam. Because I saw jam Lamingtons in the shop, but I decided they wouldn't be jammy enough. What kind of jam we're eating here? Raspberry. Mmm. It works yeah, quite well. well. People are going to hate the eating sound. <laughs> See, I much prefer to be able to control the jam ratio like this. Mm. Well, for, for the listeners, we're spooning on. Spooning jam onto the uh, lamingtons rather than relying on the pre-filled ones. The uh, desiccated coconut on my hand. Should I scrape that onto the towel on the table? Yeah, the towel. Mm. See, my um, my girlfriend will occasionally call me Jam as a cute nickname. So when you say you're spooning jam... Yeah, baby. Yeah, immediately it's... Uh... <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs>